that defense fell apart, San Diego goes down the field, kicks the field goal, wins the game. Well, I mean, you, you know, know at, at that point, and I and I told you this before that I minute fifty five they couldn't hold them, but I really wasn't going to be more con- with anything beyond you know the third quarter was I really going to be concerned about because I, I knew that you know after that point in time that all those people who had a, a real chance of being starters were going to be out of the game and and it was just going to be a game of, of backups. But what but what I but, uh, you know, what I'm saying is they they should have won the game you know for the fans win the game you know well, they had them down they had them down if, if at the ten yard score you know I always believe you're going to keep score let's win. Yeah, but they had him down. At, yeah, they had him down at the ten yard line or fifteen yard line. They had a minute fifty five to go or so, and they got a field goal and they won the game. And, they, and, and you know what? I watched the San Diego bench and they were all laughing. They well, look at this. We even beat them. We beat them on their home turf. We beat them with the second thing, third string starters. And I, I, I don't see where the, I think this team's going to be off to an zero four start. That, that's my. And I don't, don't want to be negative here, but just based on what I saw. You can't help it. I can't help it. But you know one thing that, that in our, our broadcast last week, <laughs> where, where we had the great uh, Pat Summerall with us, you know, we did discuss a little bit about you discussed I about did. Pat's opinion about some of his colleagues. Now I'm not going to be critical because I I'm not a news broadcaster. As a matter of fact, I'm not a uh, uh, I wouldn't call myself a, a a sports journalist either. We are a talk show. We're here. a talk show. Yeah, and we just we sit here and talk. Talk about the Arizona Cardinals and right. we talk about football, but. I mean, those guys who were broadcasting the game, particularly the, the Cardinals game, rebroadcast yeah. the local guys. Right, the local guys. I mean, they were excited about the fact that they thought that we stopped the Chargers running game. And uh, early in the game, they, they thought we were doing a good job against the Cardinals running game, which we were not because they were moving the ball. They were, they were moving the ball. Up, they were sure. passing. They were running. Do you think, you think they're being paid they, by the Bidwells? Birdwells? Perhaps maybe they could be, but how in the world could they think we were doing a good job when probably the, the best running back in the league wasn't even in the game. Yeah. Can you imagine if he would have played? What's his name again? LaDainian Thompson. Thompson. Yeah. Now, can you imagine if he would have played? No, I can't. It would have been 40 nothing in the I, first, I, I, first I can, half. I cannot imagine that. I mean, this and guy. That's, that's what scares me a little bit about the defense right now because they have not seen a runner like LaDainian Thompson. And, uh, and that, those are the kind of people you're going to have to stop in order to win games. And I think that if he would have, and you know what's going around the NFL now, they're, they're, not, they're not playing these great runners now. They're letting them sit out for the preseason. They don't want to get them hurt. And, um, you know, there we are. And if that guy would have played, I, I think it would have been a, a disaster. Well, you know, one thing Myself, about that what, defense what, what, what Wiz said about that game, at one point in time, I think he was somebody uh, approaching with the question about, uh, you know, our running game and what's happened to it or what's happening yeah, what with happened it. To and, it? And, and, it and, and he said, well, part of the reason why we haven't seen it as much is because the situation of the game, you know, calls for him to do something else. So perhaps maybe increase the amount of passes based upon what the score of the game was. But it's my understanding that preseason is to evaluate, assess, and determine who's going to be on your football team. So if, if winning is not the most important thing, then regardless of what the score is, if you need to work on your running game, then run the ball. And right. let us run the all, ball. Let us all know that this is just preseason. They were trying to win that game. Well, right. They were trying to win that game. Well, and see, they, didn't, but, they did not win. But see, that, Thank God for Larry Fitzgerald. That's really Thank God he can jump up in the air and catch balls. That's really contradicting. Because you know, here comes one. Well, it's supposed to be for the purpose of seeing what you have and making sure that you get a better ball. Antron Bolin, I mean, I mean, this guy's an acrobat. He's out there. Oh, the ball's going all over the place, and these guys are catching the ball. Thank God for these wide receivers. They're, they're the best in the NFL. You can tell just the way they, they, were, they were doing their job. They have a lot of athletic ability. And yes, they, they do. They have great hand-eye coordination, and, and they understand the fact that the object of the game is to catch the ball. But listen, why don't you catch us? You can catch us at uh, voiceamerica.com on the Sports Network. This is Ray Ellis, and you're listening to 
Rail and Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host, Fan Man. Fan Man. And if you'd like to call us, you can call us at 866-472-5788. 866-472-5788. Okay, I'm going to take the time to do this. Let, and what's let's, that? Let's get it out of the way because it's there. And what do we have to get out of the way? And everybody's talking about it. And those what, who what? heard our rebroadcast yesterday, you, you heard probably if you checked our archives, We'd already discussed it, but... Uh, What's that? Michael Vick. Oh, yeah, Mr. Vick. Michael Vick. I'm just going to state my uh, my opinion, and we all have them. We're sitting on ours at the time, so feel free to call in and voice yours. But uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Jackson, but once a man says he's sorry, he doesn't need to say he's sorry for six years, you know, because of the fact that he did something for six years. I'm sorry only takes a couple seconds. And that's all you need to say to ask for forgiveness. There's not a speech you're supposed to give. And it's not supposed to be, you know, oh, boy, the, the you know, if it's only four minutes, then I don't think he's sincere about it because he's been doing it for six minutes. You know, have you ever done anything wrong, Tom Jackson? I, I dare you to, to judge this man based upon the fact that he did something wrong. Whenever, if anybody's ever done anything in your life and you're the type of person, whereas the last thing and the hardest thing for you to do is to say, I was wrong, and I'm sorry. And then for somebody to turn around and say, that's not enough. Well, you know, I I look at it this way. He was wrong. He was sorry to the tune of $100 million. How can anybody do something? That's that's called come to Jesus. Yeah, well, come to Jesus face-to-face, whatever. You know what's going to happen here with Michael Vick? He's going to serve the prison time. He he has to do that. And then uh, a year from now, and we're sitting right here in this studio. A year from now, I will. It'll be on tape. It'll be all over the internet. He will be in the NFL. And you know why? Because people forget. People will forget no, about no, it. No, 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 no. People don't. You don't, forget. You don't think they're going to forget? No, no. That's the thing about it. People, we don't. Pe- listen. The reason why I know people don't forget because if you read some of those nasty blogs out there, what is a lot of nasty what blogs. What is the reason? What is that all about? I it's don't about know. something that happened besides Michael Vick and this dog fighting. There's something else on their mind that they are. I don't upset know what it is about evil. Well, you know what? He, you know, he pleaded guilty. He knew what was going on. He, he was involved in it. Okay, he has to pay the price. Everybody gets a second chance, but this is the NFL. Is any team, and I said this a couple of weeks ago, Ray, will, would any team pick him up and deal, have to deal with the PR? You know what? I mean, the, the backlash that, of that. You know, I guess as a former player, there's some insight and some perspective that perhaps maybe I can bring to the game. And, and let me bring this perspective to the game. Right now, the Atlanta Falcons, oh, they got Joey Harrington, but okay, so what? We thought he was going to be good a long time ago. long time he ago. Wasn't then, and he wasn't then. He's not going to be now. Right. He's, he's not the answer for them. But let me say this. They are in need of quarterbacks. Okay, I'm not trying to get rid of Kurt Warner because I think Kurt is doing a, a very good job here, and I think he may be the starter here before the year is over, when the time's over. But just like any other job in America, if you needed the opportunity, if you were looking for a job or there was a sudden a job opening and your friend called you and told you about it, you could apply for that job and get it. How come Kirk can't apply for that job? I think I think you know what? I think that's a good that's a good point that you make. They won't let him. He would be the starter, and he can't go because he's under contract, and probably there's that no trade clause. That contract means nothing because well, guess what? If they want to cut him tomorrow, they cut him. They could cut him, but they won't let him go because they need a, a, a suitable backup to liner. They're not going to let him go. I mean, that's it's, BS. A, it's a one-two powerful that's punch. That's my here. point. That's BS. Well, it's BS, but you know what? I mean, it'd be great for the Falcons to get Warner. It'd be it'd but, be fabulous. But, That'd be great in, for football. That shows you how this league is so. One-sided. 
and everybody is concerned about the dollars and the money. Well, what do you think the Falcons are going to do? I mean, they got Joey Harrington. I mean, who, who's going to who's backing up Joey Harrington? I'd and, much rather see Kurt Warner down there starting. Well, football. it's exciting football. You want we want to see exciting football yeah. regardless of who plays. Who the plays? Game. That's right. You know, if you're a football fan, you love to see football. You know, you don't care about who's playing. You know, that's that, that's a come in. Anyway, is coming uh, on and. You know. We have about a minute to break out. Oh, they uh, the Cardinals released. If anybody doesn't know by now, they released a uh, the Scott Player. He's the guy who wears the uh, one bar around the helmet. And he has that Fu Manchu silver uh, mustache. He, he must have played when I played. He, uh, he no, he, he well, I don't know. He played for nine years with the Cardinals. I think he did play. He's uh, thirty-seven that. years He's old. Thirty-seven. So, yeah. Well, how old are you? Not. You're fifty-two, aren't you? Yeah, fifty-nine. Oh, okay. Fifty-nine? Are you looking pretty good for fifty-nine? Anyway, they released him after nine years, and they brought in a Pittsburgh kicker. Well. Look, uh, duh, duh. The guy had to go. If nothing else, just the fact that he would trot on the field with that face mask and with his beard. You know, he was that. grandfathered into the NFL with that. They made a big stink about that a couple of years ago when they changed the face mask, and they had a big stink about him with his face well, mask. I'm sure. Well, the reason why the face mask Looks was stupid. invented from the very beginning was for protection. Anyway. He doesn't need He doesn't protection. need any protection. He's a kicker. Anyway, we'll be right back. You're listening to The Ray Ellis Show with Fan Man on the He's Voice, a America, kicker. Voice America Sports Network. Work and we'll be right back after this. He doesn't need a face mask. He's a kicker. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum, or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Can't get enough of college basketball? We can't either. Tune into the College Basketball Experience with host Jim Haney for the ultimate interactive basketball talk radio show. Don't just watch college basketball. Hear about it and talk about it with those who know college basketball best, the coaches. The College Basketball Experience airs live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 o'clock Eastern, with Jim Haney, the executive director of the National Association of Basketball Coaches. Participate in active, open discussions on current topics in college basketball and as Jim brings listeners insight from today's top college basketball coaches, as well as stories and opinions from the legends of college basketball. That's the College Basketball Experience, airing live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Sports Network. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. 
Speak up, speak up, ladies and ladies. This is it. Say it or never say it. Uh, you're listening to Real Sports on the Voice of America Network with the number one co-host. Fan Man. And uh, as we said, the number you can call in if you'd like to call us at 866-472-5788. Again, it's 472 472- Five, five seven eight eight right okay there you go i wanted to make sure you were <laughs> <listening> <laughs> <to> him, <man. laughs> okay well uh, there's something i want to talk about I, what do you want, I want to talk to, about i want right? to go back and talk about the running game because uh, uh the cardinals running game yeah it, it it seems as if that the running game is of no concern to the team uh in particular you know there's been some coverage where matt has addressed it he doesn't seem to worry about it you know coach wiz isn't really worried about it uh but the fact that uh you know they're not worried about you know it. Uh, it concerns me a little bit because you got to be able to to run the ball in the National Football League in order to win, and we just haven't run the ball effectively. You know, you know, you know Wiz is saying this. We're going to have our opportunities to run the football. Well, why didn't they share that in preseason? Okay, what I didn't. I'm not concerned about that. We had some good things in practice that I've seen, and I'm excited about. Ow, ow! You hurt me. We've heard some good things in practice that I've seen, and I'm excited about good runs uh, here in the future. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Practice. Did, say it's practice. Did he say Let practice? Me, okay, you, we're, we're going to have our opportunity. Wait, well, hey, didn't Alan Iverson right. tell everybody and educate everybody about practice? It's practice. It's practice. <laughs> That's why you play preseason games. That's practice. practice against other people. When you practice against your own team, it's, it's, it's tempered. You're not going full speed. Everybody's not giving 100% their maximum efforts. So you can't really judge your running game based upon what you're doing in practice. practice. I, I think, you know, perhaps maybe he could just be, and I don't want to say, I've got to find another word besides spin, because I don't think he's trying to spin the, the media. I think he is. But perhaps maybe he's just not, you know, revealing everything that he sees or, you know, okay, what he me, knows is going to happen. Hey, right. let me repeat this. We've had some good things. What's a thing? In practice that I've seen. And I'm excited about some good runs here in the future. I mean, why don't you show us some good runs uh, so we can see, as the fans want to see, what's going on with this team with all the hype and spin that have been um, you know, cast upon us over the years. We would like to see something. Well, one thing that I, I want to see is I want to see, a, well, I want to see a physical football team. And, and there's, there's a few people on this football team that I've noticed, and, and they've bought an attitude. What I expected to see from this football team when Wiz took over was a, a nasty football, a very aggressive football team. One thing, and I, I don't want to talk about what I used to do, but anyway, John Runyon for the Philadelphia Eagles. John Runyon is an offensive tackle that is one of the nastiest men nasty. to ever play this game. Yeah, he blocks nasty. you five seconds after the play is over. Guys are upset with him, yep. but John Runyon brings an attitude to his blocking right. for his quarterback and his running back. I don't see anybody on our offensive line bringing that attitude to the game. Somebody that's me. I mean, the Cardinals, you got to go back. The Cardinals got some history. One of the nastiest players in the history of pro football ever played for the Cardinals. Who? Conrad Dobler. Oh, there you go. That, yeah. One of the nastiest people. And But he was, he was even though people thought he was dirty, he was a very aggressive, hard-nosed, tough football player. And that's the kind of attitude we need to have. Wait, 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 wait. So let me say something, Ray. When you play for the Eagles, did you have that attitude that you're talking about? Did you have that nasty attitude to go out there and you're going to win this game and you're going to do everything you can for the defense because you're the last guy before they get to the touchdown or before they take off and you're going to make sure that you're going to stop this guy? Well, let me I mean, say the attitude, the, attitude I, I, I that I, the attitude that I brought to the game was an attitude of which when you talk about people talk about role 
role models, and I think they, you know how confused I think people are when it comes to role models. Well, the role that this person played in my life in terms of being a role model for me was he set an example of how to play the football game, and he did it. Some people thought that perhaps maybe he was dirty, but I thought he played a very aggressive, very clean, very hard-hitting football game, and that was Jack Tatum. Yeah, Jack Tatum. And that's what I wanted to do. When I went to Ohio State, they recruited me. They talked to me about Jack Tatum. I watched him play for the Raiders, and I wanted to do the best I could to try to emulate Jack Tatum. I wanted to bring the fear of God in you. And that's on the what football. you did. And you, and you know what? On television, you brought the fear of God because well, everybody Hopkins, would watch that. I'm thinking about my buddy Wes Hopkins. And I am telling you, Wes Hopkins, if he doesn't get hurt, he's one of the greatest free safeties to ever play the game because, I mean, let me tell you something. This is a guy that was he hit so hard that I went home from a game and my wife asked me to please stay out of his way. When he's on the football field. Right, because you could get he, hurt. Because he brought the heat. And that's what I want to see now. But now, see, we I, don't I see that, that here. we never well, seen that I here. I bring that up because we got some competition Ever. in our secondary here. It's and like Roger, a bunch of fairies. Roderick Hood has come in here, and he's changed it he, as a cornerback. Yeah, but he's, he's very Eagles. aggressive. He's Eagles. He and Green are going to be a very good Green's tandem good. at I corner. think Green's great. But check this out. One thing i got to say here is I, myself... I think Francisco is doing a better job than Holt because Francisco, man, he, he brings some heat when it's time for him to get in the game and, and cover a pass. You throw it his way, he's going to bring some heat with him. Now, Holt, I, I saw a play that if I was the brother, the cousin, the husband, the well, the wife, and it was my Ex-lover. husband who did that on the football field, I would be embarrassed. And I got to say that Holt came up down in the red zone and one of the Cardinals running backs had broke through the hole, and it was mano on mano. And it was like he closed his eyes. Yeah. And he ran in for a touchdown. Yeah. That was embarrassing. I mean, it, that, see, that's, that that's, that's C, the soul. That C-U-T. See, that's the soul of the, that's the soul of the team. Right there, they should have stopped that. And like you said, the eyes were closed. He didn't see it. He didn't want to deal with it, whatever it was. And then they go right in for the touchdown. And that's not a playoff caliber team. And I've been I telling like. you since April this. And now you're seeing it for yourself. Thank God for television that Ray Ellis can watch this. Well, I'll tell you what, that was, that, that was a highlight reel, and I, I think that certainly, you know, it, it made my highlight reel, and I think it'll make some others. Okay, but let me ask you a question. i got a question for you. Since you've seen this now, and forget about tonight's game because they're going to run the third and fourth string. Starting next week, the season starts, do you now have a very good indication of how the Cardinals are going to play the 49ers, and do you think they're going to win that game? I mean, be honest with you and the fans, uh, the fans of the show and us and me. And the people in the studio right now. Do you think that they have a chance of beating the 49ers in a Monday night game? Well, I think I think we stand a chance because, you know, that's why we play the game. That That's what Herman said. That's why you play the game. You play to win. And I think they're going to go out with the attitude to win. Now, I, I just don't like the fact that Edge has just been playing in practice. Well, they didn't even play him last week. Yeah, he's just been in practice. You know, I I think so that's that a running weapon. back has to play. Hey, I got to You know, you. especially hey. if you're an older guy. Now, and it's I a know, new he's system. A senior citizen, right? Now, the, he's a senior citizen in football. He certainly is. Now, when you took a look at a guy like Ladanian Thompson, this guy is young. And this is what I've been saying about. 24, uh, 25? Maybe. At the okay. most, well, James is 28. But this is the same thing what I'm saying when it comes to a guy like uh, a Reggie Bush. And a guy like a LaDainian Top. See, these are young men who run the football, who add some creativity to their game. Well, they can improvise. Right. They, they got quick feet. They can move. They, they don't even think about it. It just happens you know, instinctively like that. You, when you get older and your your knees, you've had two knee surgeries or one knee surgery or whatever. You've, you had, up. you've had the knee cleaned out, cleaned up. You just can't make those same moves and those same cuts 
as you hey, did when you were right. You know what I think is going to happen? I think that JJ Arrington, JJ Arrington is, is going to become a star. I think that that offensive line is going to open up the holes for Arrington. Arrington Chicken. is so fast and so quick, and he has never been get, been given the chance with that idiot coach that we had, Fat Denny, never gave him the chance, and Marcel Ship is another one that Denny Green hated. Now I think those two guys are going to come in, and they're going to play to the potential uh, up to their performance when they were drafted out of major universities. I think they're both going to do quite well. And I think James I think James will start the season, but I don't think he's going to finish it. Well, one thing I think for sure is that uh, Coach Wiz has come in here and he's decided that, listen, you may have been on this roster as a result of someone else making that decision. He wants to make different decisions. I think he also wants to take the opportunity to make sure that the players on the field are the players that he's evaluated, he's assessed, and he thinks that they're the best players. So I think the running back position, of which before it's my understanding that Ship hasn't been on the field much at the running back position, that J.J. Arrington hasn't been on the field much at the running back position, I think right now J.J. Arrington may be the third down back, but I think that may change, and I think you may see both of those guys on first and second down before the season's over. I mean, Arrington showed it on that run back on the first play of the game, and he took off. I mean, the blocking was excellent. Special teams did an excellent job, but he, if you watch that run, Run. He was just cutting in and out. He was so fast and so quick. The eye coordination, foot coordination to get down to that 34-yard line was just, I mean, that was explosive. And I'm going, okay, now we got something going here. And then all of a sudden it just fell back to the same old Cardinals. Well, it's the same old Cardinals blah, blah, right blah, now blah. because of the fact that blah, blah. Wiz does not want to show his hand during the okay, season. You know what? I don't believe any of that stuff. I, I really, You know what? I really don't believe. In fact, the NFL, and I've been reading about it lately, that a lot of fans, a lot of people want to get rid of preseason. And they want to... Uh, they want to start have the season like a twenty game season, so like have one or two games, and then after that goes right into the season. That's well, it. The, None the of this preseason that, crap. If you're going to play a football you know game, why? you might as well make it count. Right. And here's the thing. Yeah, and you're right, right? Because people are fed up with spending eighty dollars to go to a preseason game that doesn't mean anything. If it doesn't count, then don't play right, the game. Right. Don't play the game. So maybe have one or two. Do do do, do the mini camps. Go to training camp, and then come out of training camp. Did you say do 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 do? Yeah, okay. Do do do. And then do 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 do. And then do a, a one or two games. Games and they go right into the season. Do they know, do that they, in their pants, they, or do they? What do they do? They do, 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 do. <laughs> they do. They know the fans. They know that. Okay, the the coaches know what players are going to make it and which players are not going to make it. I don't think we have to stretch this out for four four games and blah blah blah. And I think the NFL does that to get the fans excited and get them back into the game. Like me, Saturday night, I have my beer, I have my chicken wings, and I'm ready to go. And you know, I was let down again. Well, one thing about it, I, I got to give I mean, Matt I, credit. Know, Matt did a Matt made a couple good plays. He did past a few. Game. And and what it was, thank is God for Larry Fitzgerald jumping. He in. scrambled. I remember a guy called in oh! uh, uh, last week or so, and he he talked about uh, you know Fran Tarkenton and things of that nature. You know, but Fran, one thing that Fran did is Fran always scrambled to pass. And so when Matt was moving around in the pocket last week, he did a, a good job of keeping his eyes downfield and saw a couple of people that were open downfield and was able to make some right. you know some long. Well, you know passes. who else? That you played with was uh, Cunningham. Yeah, Randall did that, but Randall probably Randall was, put a show he on. was one of the more electrifying running quarterbacks, uh, you know. But Randall was a see when I don't want to say he was a running quarterback. Randall Cunningham was a complete quarterback. For some reason, or other people always felt that a quarterback's job is to throw the ball. The quarterback's ball is to move his team down the field and to score any 
way, way you possible. can. Right. Doesn't and that's what difference. Randall did. Randall would say, hey, I, I look at this coverage and I go, uh-oh, i got a problem here. He's going to take off and somewhere, somehow, there's going to be a hole and he's going to take advantage of the hole or he's going to you know, uh, throw the ball, but he's going to run around <clears throat> to make sure. These guys are staying in the pocket. It always looks like to me they always get plummeted. You get hurt. You, you get, get hurt. hurt. You yeah, know? you got And one thing, like, see the and, but, but, but you know, but when Matt did, it was Matt, he went to USC. Was he a baseball player? Uh, you know, I think he was. He, he, well, I think he started out as baseball. And well, he must. Well, so he, well, he must either hit home runs all the time or never was on base because he doesn't know how to slide. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, oh, that was terrible. I mean, he that's could a good way to get good hurt. Oh get man, hurt. he could he could uh, break his leg or tw- you know mess up his knee or something like anyway, that. Anyway, we got to take a break. Uh, you're listening to the Ray Ellis Sports Show, talking about the Arizona Cardinals and the NFL on the Voice America Sports Network. Don't forget, coming up next Tuesday will be Pat Summerall. Pat will be on at uh, noon Pacific, two o'clock Central Time. And we and 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 we follow move. Pat Summerall. We're at, moving. Yeah, one, we're moving to Tuesday at one o'clock. So I don't want to move. You, you know, where are you going to be moving? I don't know. Uh, we're going to be following the Pat Summerall Show. That'll be next Tuesday at 1 o'clock Pacific Time. Anyway, you're listening to the Ray Ellis Sports Show on the Voice America Sports Network. This is Fan Man along with Ray Ellis, and we'll be right back. He's a kicker. Messages. He's a kicker. He's a kicker. A face mask. Oh, man. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Here it is, sports fans, the Arthur Ag Sports Radio Show, where we talk about sports and everything in between, from high school to college sports, right up to the pros. Join host Arthur Ag, co-star of the 1994 sports documentary, Hoop Dreams, for the Arthur Ag Sports Radio Show every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 Eastern, premiering on the Voice America Sports Channel. Arthur will host a variety of guests and will give the average fan a platform to voice his or her opinion about how sports play a significant role in our society. Get set for hard-hitting topics that cut to the soul of sports. See the sports industry through the eyes of the kid in the city and the kid in the suburbs. Hear from the businessmen and, yes, women from around the world. Whatever your passion is, football, basketball, baseball, golf, soccer, NASCAR, or hockey, the Arthur A.G. Sports Radio Show is for you. That's every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific time right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. We just say it like it is. And you can, too. Internet Sports Talk Radio. Voice America Sports. All right, sports fans, looks like we're back. 
You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Amen. And we are hoping that somehow or another we can influence our team. You know, just by you know us going back and forth, battering one another back and forth about this team, that somehow it might motivate them that they might be the number one team in America. Because the fact of the matter is, is Super Bowl 2008 will be hosted here at Glendale Stadium. And we're hoping that our team is the hosting team, that they're the home team. They got the advantage. Well, I don't think the Crapnels will be on the field. I think the Crapnels will be sitting in the stands cheering on one some other team. Well, or the Arizona Pigeons or the Arizona Chickens or whatever you want to call them. Well, the, the, the Cardinals have done a good job in the offseason. They've got a new coach. Uh, they, well, good uh, for them. They uh, drafted some offensive linemen. They drafted some defensive linemen. They made some changes in their secondary, although we lost one of our good linebackers, hey, O'Keefe. Hey, hey, hey. uh, you know what? There's still $3 million under the salary cap. They can still add some good players if they wanted to. Well, you know, and that's but another the thing. Crap, that's the another thing that, that I noticed here is I noticed that there were people that seemed to be advocating for the Cardinals the fact that they were one of the most aggressive teams in the offseason in terms of them going after free agents and the fact that when it came to cap money, I think they're pretty high in terms of what they spent on their cap. Well, they, they they had to because of that stadium. They need people coming in there buying twenty dollars hot dogs. Well, those those well they well yeah that that revenue people is like something, the engineers here that go there and get sucked. That, into that's those. something. They get, and it's, it's interesting you mentioned that because see there, those people out there that are feeling sorry for the Atlanta Falcons and 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 that owner mentioned the brand and how the brand has been affected. Uh-huh. Listen, the National Football League is probably one of the greatest business models that was ever put together. Yes, they do revenue sharing. That team is not going to hurt. As a matter of fact, that $6 million that Michael Vick is not getting paid is going to go back into the owner's pocket. That's exactly right. He he already has a quarterback, so it wasn't like he had to use that $6 million to go out. Yeah, but they have to go get the money from Vick. Maybe Vick already spent the money. No, it's salary. He hasn't got paid his salary yet. Oh, okay. He hasn't got paid yet. Okay, we have the uh, the, Hawk on from uh, Tucson, I think. Hawk, you're on the uh, air with Ray Ellis and Fan Man. How are you doing? Doing good, guys. What are we talking about today? We're talking about the Arizona Cardinals. What do you think they're well, going to do? No, this is Hawkins. I think Hawkins called in before, and I think he talked a little bit about the Michael Vick thing, too. So oh, I, I, about Michael Vick? Yeah, I want to yeah. know what, what was his opinion on Michael Vick. Well, yeah, first of all, let me uh, let the fan man know that I am officially off the wagon of the Arizona Cardinals. You can have them, baby. They just don't have it. But it's too early. the right to return later on in the season, okay? So, DeHawk, you're saying to me that the Arizona Crapnels will be 0-5 and five or 6 uh, with the season? Something like that. You know, some teams don't know how to win. That's here. That's because of the bird I, trap. I they just, it's like, you know, Wednesday's hump day. They don't know how to get over the hump. Well, you know what? They showed it Saturday night. They should have won that game just to give the fans and the state of Arizona something to cheer about to say, yeah, finally we got something going on here. And, and it didn't happen. I mean, I, I mean, if I any air that I had in the balloon is now gone. Well, let me just okay. say this, Hawk. There's one, thing, there's one thing about this team that does surprise me a little bit is that we lose these games in the second half because – he talked about, he being Wiz, talked about what he was trying to find on this team was he wanted to add depth. And when you add depth, that's what's playing in this second half. Wait a minute. They so add, those okay. backup Wait, guys whoa, whoa, whoa. are playing in the second whoa, whoa, half. Whoa, whoa, Obviously whoa. not too good. Whoa, 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 whoa. They added depth, right? Second and third stringers playing the second and third stringer Chargers and still I, lost the game. I'm, agree- I'm agreeing you know with that part. And, I'm you know agreeing what? with And a minute 55 to go, they were the 10-yard line, and they let them go all the way down the field, kick a field goal, and win the game 33-31. Duh. Okay, let me bail out. Are you any more about this? Let me bail out this one, Hawk. It's practice. Okay. okay. It's practice. Hey, Hawk, they should have won the game, right? Okay, they should have. Now, let me jump on the Michael Vick thing. Go ahead. Well, I went back and visited Atlanta couple of years ago, you couldn't find a Michael Vick jersey anywhere. 
And uh, I, I was on the. I'm a big Michael Vick fan, and for what he brought now, for what he's going through right now, uh, he made a mistake, and he's going to have to pay. Okay. What I'm not feeling is the hypocrisy in this country, where all of a sudden everybody is just so pro animal rights, and I mean, there are those who have been pro animal rights. And there are those who just for the sake of jumping on board of a bandwagon have jumped on board this bandwagon. There are millions of dogs every year that go euthanized in this country. Where were all these people at then? Well, you know what? Let's take it a step further, DeHawk. Uh, you know, Leona Hemsley, the uh, the queen of mean in New York, she just died last week. They uh, uncovered the will, and uh, the dog, uh, her name, the dog's name is Trouble, got $12 million bucks. The grandchildren got nothing. She's sick. She's. I know no, she you know, died, you know but she, she was sick before she died. No, you know what? Well, you know, well, she's crazy. She's crazy, but you know what it is? She wanted to get that last breath of the media when she, that, that, that creep was buried. She's still getting media attention because of this stupid dog getting $12 bucks. Oh, and, wow. the, and the grandchildren got nothing. Well, she was a she was a bitch anyway. So who oversees that estate? I don't know. But the, we're talking about dogs here, and it seems to me. And they had something on the local station here in Arizona talking about people care more about their dogs than humans. Yeah, they did this study about they rather care that the, the dog is more important than a, a baby boy or a baby girl. Mm. Yeah, those well, must be people I, who don't have children. I, I no. visited friends, and you know, I grew up where the dog remained outdoors. My dog didn't come in and jump on the couch and jump in the bed, and that that because I always sleep with a dog. That's that's how I grew up. But you didn't mistreat them. But I just don't understand where all this. I mean, I respect Peter and what they're doing and how they're standing up for animal rights. And so, what but, did you, you know? There's a lot more going on than just what's going on okay, with Mike. So what, what are you trying I mean, to say got, here? You got laboratory animals. You got, I mean, you got guys, and I'm talking about a, a huge culture of guys who dress up in camouflage every weekend and go she and burns. shoot these deer. Well, I, I mean, you don't have to sneak up on a deer. They're running around in their habitat. I mean, you know, it's just hypocrisy. Well, I, I think, I I think fan, like man is, fan, fan Man is being uh, hypocritical here, too, because he, no, he, yeah, you were what? all over Michael Vick. No, I am. I don't think Michael Vick, my, first off, dogs are should not be treated like that. that I mean, bottom line, <clears throat> that's it. But there is a lot of this going on in the country. And uh, I was listening to the radio on the way in here, uh, talk radio in, there, in, in Phoenix, and they were talking about, you would not believe how much dog fighting is going on in the in metro Phoenix area, and that nobody pays attention to it, but the, the, the situation here is Michael Vick. Yeah. Michael Vick is a well-known personality. He's a very good football player. He's not a great one, like Pat Summerall said, but he's a good football player. And I think that he just got himself into too much stuff here. And they made a mockery out of him. And if, if they're going to do that, what they should do is go after everybody that's doing dogfighting and, and stop it. That's, I, I think they should do that. But one, I mean, one thing I, I really was upset about the fact is, is, is that they said that he had to acknowledge any and all illegal activity it's that illegal. he is aware of. Now, wait a second. Since when is a person that is convicted of a crime and has to turn you know, state's evidence, federal evidence, or whatever, has to turn evidence over, supposed to tell the whole world and let the world know that he is about to tell on everybody that he knows? When did that ever become a part of a sentence? How, if you go into a federal penitentiary and they already know that you're going to tell everything that you know, somebody can walk right up to him and kill him before it's over with. That's right. 
Now, well, no, see, that's the problem I have is after he told what he knew, everyone was upset that he lied. If you are convicted of, if you are allegedly con convicted, you don't just run out there and tell until, you know, the truth comes, until everything comes out. There's a time and a place for you to tell everything. Mike Vick didn't do it up front, and so it, it seems as though he's being punished. Yeah, I think what I what I didn't what I didn't like about that, Hawk, and that, that's my biggest problem. My biggest problem was that here in this country, it seemed like before he ever got his day in court, he was already convicted. And not only was he convicted, he was what already persecuted. He was already, I mean, they crucified the him. That was going to, they, they knew what was going to happen to him, too. We're going to kill him. I mean, regardless of, they, right. they, they wanted to kill him. And basically, by taking everything from the man has, he does not survive. You know, so in terms of any leniency or any forgiveness, uh, this country that's supposed to be right. so forgiving, right. it doesn't seem right. like that's right. going to happen. Right, right, right. That's the media. Right. The media did yeah. that. The media, the media said he yeah. he was in dogfighting. He was doing this to these dogs. But you know what? Michael Vick lied to the owner of the Falcons. He lied to the media. He lied to everybody he was involved, prosecutors, defense attorneys. He lied to everybody and said he didn't do anything. When, in fact, yeah. when one of his cohorts turned around and turned on him and said, no, he knew all about it and he was involved in it. You know what? I, you know, for all those people out there who have never told a lie, please tell me how do you do that? How do you go throughout life without ever telling a lie, regardless of what the crime is or what the circumstances is? We've all lied. Everybody lies. We're human. We yeah, all. Yeah, everybody's that, that, yeah. lied. But you, you know, know what? Well, if you, you, Clinton right. lied when they found out about him. I bet. Who? He, I bet. He, I bet who? Clinton didn't tell Hillary. Yes, I did that. No, he lied about that blowjob. Yeah, he lied about that. <laughs> this is a PG show. Oh, no, what about that guy who just got that senator that just got caught in the men's room with the undercover cop? He lied. Oh, he lied. Oh, yeah, but yeah, there's lied. an undercover cop and there's the shoe hitting the other shoe going, come on, baby, let's get it on. I mean, come on. And he's lying to the whole United States saying. Wait, demonstrate that again. They can't, the listeners can't do it. Demonstrate. What'd you just do? Oh, do it the in the shoe microphone. Thing. Yeah. Oh, the shoe thing. <laughs> hey, baby. Uh, I'm looking at you over in that stall. Hey, get well, my foot. Hey, baby. Foot. I like your foot, Ray. Man, you're big, boy. Who <laughs> Man. Anyway, you know what? Hey, you know what? You got all these liars out there. Everybody, everybody tells the truth until they get caught. There you go. Is that right, DeHawk? There you go. Everybody tells the truth until they get caught. And once you are caught, then you're supposed to tell the truth. Then you tell it the truth. Make, right. and, and Michael Vick is being double. He's getting a double whammy because, and he did lie. He but, lied. Uh, no, he now, lied now, and then he told the, the truth. Here's the, question, he, here's the question that I have. Because the, question? the fan man seems to think that uh, Michael Vick is... Subpar football player here. No, I didn't say that. Pat Summerall. Uh, did. Oh, Pat Summerall. No, Pat said that he wasn't a great football player. I said great. Yeah, and okay. the fan man called him great, and Pat said he we even called him a great football player. Exactly. And, right. and I well, think the reason why Pat said that... Before you guys, Michael Vick will do his time and come out better than ever. You heard it here first. Uh, I think, you know what, I think you're 100% right. It was on the uh, talk radio here in Phoenix uh, and move on, and he'll he'll play in another team. My my thing, and I said this to Ray three four weeks ago to Hawk. I said to him, if a team picks him up, and he is a good football player, there's no doubt about that. So I don't want to I don't want to say anything about his talent. But the the backlash of the PR, even after a year, do you think that's going to happen, or do you think that a team will pick him up? And huh? well, let me say this. You know what? Wait, 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 wait. Answer the question. Okay, Hawk, you got to answer think, for that question because I, I do. He, I think damage control is going to be ongoing for the rest of his life. But I think he knows that now, and I think he'll get it done. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I want to share my opinion with you guys. And my opinion is that this is a forgiving society at times when they choose to be. Because, And I am a Kobe Bryant fan. But the backlash Who to Kobe to after the rape, it went away. 
You know, yeah, now nobody he's, talks about it. He, he's on on our on he's, the USA he's representing the United States. Yeah, nobody talks about that. Yeah, you know, they, they forget about it. You know, you know, when you when you look at what happened with Ray Lewis, you know, he was on trial for murder. Murder, yeah. Part. You know, nobody talks about they that. They forgot about Brett Favre. You know, Brett was a recovering alcoholic. You know, uh-huh. they forgot about that. You know, and now we got Briggs who goes out and walks away from a Lamborghini. Yeah, look at that. He crashed that Lamborghini. And he lied. And he lied because he was drunk. He took off and ran back home and then said, oh, I I crashed a car after he sobered up. Anyway, uh, Dahl, can you stay on the line? (laughs) You got it. Okay, uh, we'll be right back. We have to take a break. You're listening to the Ray Ellis Sports Show on the Voice America Sports Radio Network. And I'm Fan Man along with... This is Ray Ellis, and i got to say, he's a kicker. He's a kicker. He's just a well, kicker. He's just a kicker. As we go to commercial. Oh, he just kicked the ball. He's a kicker. He's a kicker. That's why he's got a face mask like that. <laughs> You just say it like it is. And you can too. Internet Sports Talk Radio. The Voice America Sports. Listen up, race fans. It's time to tune into Race Talk Radio Rewind and get the news from the cars and the stars in auto racing from all over the country. Sit down, strap in, and sound off with host and my friend. Dennis Michelson, freelance NASCAR writer and a big race fan himself. Race Talk Radio airs live on the Voice America Sports Channel every Wednesday afternoon at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Racetalkradio.com features the official Internet radio shows for the ARCA Remax and ASA Late Model Series. We feature the only NASCAR Top 20 poll that gets the NASCAR press and fans involved in the voting every week. Now that's something to wag your tail at. Tune into Race Talk Radio Rewind with host Dennis Michelson for exclusive racing features and the best interviews from our Racetalkradio.com network of racing shows. That's every Wednesday afternoon at 12 p.m. PST and 3 p.m. EST on the Voice America Sports Channel. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga race course. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely despise her, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Is a beauty. It's a fly ball, deep right field. That goes O'Neill. He's at Tough the shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. There it is. There's that music. That's that music that I told that, you, I you're told God. you last time. You, you're God. When you say, where's the music, there it is. They listen to you, right? 
Man, you're going way too they, far. They really listen to you. I'm glad you listened to me. I'm glad you listened to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Amen. And uh, uh, we've got one of our loyal uh, listeners out there and callers, and we appreciate it. The Hawk, you still there? I'm still here, baby. I just, you know, I was just uh, thinking about something that uh, I grew up in the South. And, you know, in the South, uh, when you had a team of hunting dogs, you get the uh, runt from the litter. Yes. And what do you think happened to him? What? They put him to sleep. Really? Why did they do yes. that? Yes. They didn't keep all the dogs. They got the best dogs. And they put the rest down. Well, that's this just like, that, you know, I, mean, I, I really don't know, you know, the punishment of what he's receiving. You know, everybody says that the punishment should fit the crime. But there are there are other aspects of this, you know, sporting world. They, although they say that's not a sport, and I don't agree that it's a sport. But there is a sport out there called horse racing. And I'm sorry, but if you're a great racehorse and you injure your foot or your heel or your hip and you can't run anymore, they what do they do? They, they get rid of you. They get rid of the horse. They just happened like two years ago. Wow. The horse won the Kentucky Derby, it in, and, it, and it went to the Preakness. The horse was running and got hurt. It, it broke its hip or its leg, and it was dragging. And they they, they spent, I don't know, how many millions of dollars to, to, to make sure this horse survived, and it died anyway. They die. When they break their leg, they die. See, so it's, you know, it's, yeah, it's a convenience. So is that animal punishment that they're punishing it's, the horse by? It's a commercial. It's man's law. It's money. It's man's law. Yeah. And so when man money. decides oh. it's legal, it's illegal, okay. then that, get, that get, is get, what Let's happens. get away from the animals, uh, even though we are animals in the studio. The hawk. Let's get yeah. something straight here. Okay. okay. Start The season starts next week. I want you to tell the whole world and everybody listening to this show, and there's a lot of people that listen to it, what are the Arizona Cardinals going to do? This season, and be honest, no BS. Up no, front. no, just tell them how we're going to beat the San Francisco 49ers. That's no, all no, we no, want no, to we, do. No, I asked him a question. Mm, I want him to answer it. No, 49ers. Well, I think there'll be a 500 team. Eight, 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 eight and eight? I think so. Okay, I, yeah. I think it's, no, my, my, I think it's, I think it's going to be, uh, eight and eight too. I think maybe, maybe it could be just a little bit below four, uh, below 500, maybe one or two games. Uh, that's my feeling about it. So you're saying they're going to beat the 49ers? I didn't say that. Ray did. <laughs> oh, I'm saying I'm I, I'm saying we're going to beat the 49ers. I believe we're going to beat the 49ers. I believe we're going to beat the Seahawks. Now our third game what are you is smoking. Our third game is against the Ravens. Now that's where I have a problem. Well, you you, you know what you have a, you you you're in for a shock. You, you Ooh, are going to be. Call. I'm going to call you up during the game. I, why do you call me during the game? Just I'm watching you. the game. I, know, I like to bother you. I'm watching the game. Hey, hey, call hey, him up all the, time. the hog. This, this, this guy just does not understand. Fan man. Now, if you're supposed to be a fan, you're supposed to be watching the game or at the game, like you are most of the time at the game or whatever. Yeah. Why do you want to call me just to harass me? I like to harass you. I'm trying to help support these guys. I want to be positive. I'm trying to encourage them, you know, to win the game. Hey, the hog. You know what I do? I call him up and I go, Hey, Ray, did you see that play? And then I hang up. <laughs> Just get your That's one of those guys you don't want to watch the game with. No, he you talks. don't want to watch the yeah, game with fight, him. He didn't fight you with me at bars. He's one of those guys that during the movie he talks and gives commentary. No, 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 no. I keep my mouth shut, really. I just like to harass uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, so you think they're going to win the 49ers game or lose it? I think they're going to win only because they're due. They're due? Well, no, not they're not due. We are due. Oh, oh, they're, oh we are due. You're really nice, yeah. Tahawk. Yeah, we, we You're a sweetheart. need a game. Oh my God! I, well, I, I tell you what, I, I, I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna win. I, I just want to say something else about the I kicker, you know. Lose. And and I, I'm sorry, I, I don't want to be all over, you know, the Scott. Kicker. But uh, you know, he, he's ball. just a kicker. But one thing about it, you know, I, and I saw this the other day when Joey Harrington was playing, and and he threw a touchdown pass, and the Atlanta Falcons score, you know. 
Well, the guys have to understand you want to do well, but one thing about it is this is preseason. So you need to kind of curtail your emotions and understanding that it really it counts, but it really doesn't count. What counts is when the season starts. What do you mean emotions, like jumping up and down and sliding? I mean, and Joey Carrington, he, Harrington, he ran down and, you know, and congratulated. Yeah. And this our, our, you know, and, and Scott Player, he ran and slid on his knees because he kicked a 60-yard free, you know, kick and preseason he's not a player anymore. that nobody even knows about. It won't even go in the record book. You know, I think was really cool about him. He had that Fu Manchu silver mustache and he had that little guard, that little uh, thing around his helmet. And I'm going, that's the only <laughs> thing the Cardinals like pay, people pay attention to is that. But you know what, That I think that was a part of getting rid of this old team because that was kind of like a mockery of the team and everybody talked about that and had nothing to do well, with was our grandfathered in, That was grandfathered in by the NFL because he wanted to keep that. That was a signature. Yeah, yeah, helmet. that was his signature. That was a so signature. He, now he's a signature yeah, sitting in a bar. Yeah, He's, he's got another signature, but he's listen. He's by himself. Hey, uh, we want hey guys, I'm going to have to run, uh, but I will uh, hey, yeah, the my Hulk. number seven jersey, and you can put it on ice for me, okay? Well, thank you very much, Hawk. You you call us whenever you like to, and for those out there who also like to call us, you can reach us at 866-472-5788. Again, you can reach us at 866-472-5788, but uh, they also are going to have to reach us on Tuesdays from now on. Yeah, starting next week, uh, September 4th, uh, Tuesday at 1 o'clock, we will be following the Pat Summerall Show, which debuts uh, at noon at Pacific Time. That'll be 2 o'clock Central. Pat Summerall on Voice America Sports to talk about the upcoming NFL. And Pat will have some very special, interesting guests on. And I can name names, but I will not. Anyway. You can uh, name the first guest. Well, no, that, that's not confirmed yet. So uh, John, John Madden will be on somewhere along the line. I don't know when, but okay. somewhere along the line, John will be on. Uh, we'll be following Pat at, at 1 o'clock uh, Pacific Time. Which, uh, Pacific Standard Time, which would be 3 o'clock Central Time and 4 o'clock Eastern Time to follow the NFL and, and especially the Arizona Cardinals. So we're looking for, uh, uh, as Pat joins the uh, the happy staff here at Voice America Sports, we're looking forward to that and great uh, NFL uh, talk uh, in um uh, what was I saying? I don't know what you were what saying, I, but uh, <laughs> what we are saying is the fact that our show will be uh, mo- going to be moved. But uh, listen, also we're going to be accepting emails pretty soon, so you're going to be able to send me an email it's at rellis at rayellissports.com, and that's not uh, ready to go yet. But just keep that in mind. You'll be able to email me with any questions, some things that we can address before the show even starts at rellis at rayellissports.com. Now, listen, one thing that I, I certainly want to say is that I think that we are going to win this game against the 49ers, and I, I just don't want to get away from that because I think we need to end on a positive note, understanding that winning tonight is not important for no, us. No, I don't think anybody's going to watch the game tonight. It's all second, it's all third, fourth stringers. It's not important to us, important but the first all. game is important, and Edge will be healthy. Edge will be in the lineup. Levi Brown will be starting. These are the people that we spent our money on. Mm-hmm. I believe that Branch will get some playing time on the defensive line as well. Roderick Hood, who we picked up in the offseason, right. is going to start. I believe that the starting free safety is going to be Francisco and not Holt. And I think that, uh, and we just brought in a new punter from the Green, I mean, from, from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. And uh, he's probably going to handle all the, the kicker. He's going to be handling all the punting duties. So uh, I'm looking I for. I believe. And I'm looking for J.J. Arrington we to return lose. some kickoffs and uh, give us great field position and to be in the game and to uh, get a chance to run the ball. And, and I hope they don't put him 
and and, uh, and, anyway. and Marcel in the game and get him hurt tonight. So uh, you know. uh, we'll find out. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, you've been listening to the Ray Ellis Sports Show. Don't forget, we're moving to Tuesdays at one o'clock Pacific Standard Time, following the Pat Summerall Show. Hey, thanks for uh, joining us today and listening to us talk about the NFL and the Cardinals and dogfighting. And thanks to uh, the Hawk sitting down in Tucson. We appreciate it, and the engineers and everybody here at Voice America Sports. And Ray, and as always, you're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world and I'll see you next time which will be the best time he's a kicker he's a kicker he's a kicker kick the ball he's a kicker don't slide in your knees you'll never be in doubt that's what it's all about